Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars. And Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, believe it or not, Robbie Raz, with our co-host, can you believe it, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from wow. Lot B and Lot B Minus. So excited, Randy. It's been 17 years since we've done a show together. Well, I I had it at like 12 months, but 17 years is like a reason. Here, I'm going to take a picture. Sorry for the, I, I haven't seen us on the screen together in so, so long. How you doing, bud? You really, I'm good, man. I mean, you went and got old and got glasses and all kinds of stuff happened while I was gone. What's that about? See? Yep, exactly. That's what happens yeah. when you go away for years and years at a time. I'm telling you, man, every minute gray, away from you is like a lifetime. Gray, I don't know if that's a positive or a negative. I, I got to think that through. Yeah, th- think it through. Uh, while you're doing that, I'm going to say hi to the audience. Is that cool? Oh, I forgot this wasn't just like a private <laughs> FaceTime we're call not, here. Oh, we're not just hanging out. Uh, welcome. As I said, another episode of Flavor Odyssey. Glad to be back. Randy, we've got another pairing. We're wrapping up the natural segment of season four um did we do the math are we kicking off our new segment next week or are we going with a wild card do we, do oh, we, do we, we do that math? i mean the math adds up that we can skip a, a wild card because we just, just randomly right started having it. wild cards right in the middle of the segment um so yeah we can roll right into the next one we decided Beautiful. what it was didn't we we did i already announced it i uh, I, oh, I, good. I told everybody that uh that we're going straight into shade wrappers after this. Uh, we don't have a lineup uh, solidified yet. There's, we still have some, some arguing. Kicked around some ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, glad to decide you which ones. That. I'm going to go make yeah. the list right now. By the end of this show, I'm going to like pitch some ideas right in, on live TV. And you can... You're just going to make the decisions and, and announce them during the show like you do all the time. I like that. <laughs> is, is this really Randy and Robbie, or did they just clone... Or did Robbie just clone and Robbie? Wait, Rob, what? What? Say Robbie that again. Was it Robbie clone? Like, are you suggesting Chad to Chad that Randy and I look similar? Our glasses aren't even the same frame types. No, Here, no, you know no. what? I think you're more blind than I am. I can actually still see without mine. I don't think I've ever seen you without. No, I've seen you without glasses. Actually, I saw it on your LinkedIn recently. It's a nice photo, man. Yeah, my, my wife took that picture. I, 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 I funny thing is, I, I'm wearing a suit. Like I got, I got a three piece on actually, and uh, I'm wearing shorts. That's but you can't see. <laughs> that's, that's the best that's, part. That's me every single Wednesday. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing, whether I got a top hat on or or I got some like Hawaiian number on. I'm always in like boxers. Just, <laughs> that's, just that should actually be like you could do that little the line on LinkedIn like your description. It should be I, I'm wearing shorts. That's maybe I should change that instead of you know marketing manager with X Y Z skills. It's I'm just wearing shorts. Um, nice. Anyway, we are, we're back. Natural wrappers. We're wrapping up natural wrappers. Getting into shade wrappers next week. We'll talk about that more as we go. Go ahead and hit that share button uh, if you're watching us live on Facebook. Um, can't really do that on YouTube. Hi, YouTube listeners. No, YouTube listeners, what we want them to do is go down there and smash the subscribe button, hit notifications. Now that we're on YouTube, we're working behind the scenes nonstop, trying to come up with additional content. You're going to see some new videos coming out uh, from the team here at Cigar Dojo on our YouTube channel. So you're going to want to have those notifications uh, turned on so that you can jump in and join us live as we start uh, introducing some new videos. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Just smash, smash that button. Smash. I, I love it. I love that. I love it. <laughs> Um, so we're going today, we're smoking the Fiat Lux from our good friends at Ace Prime Cigars, and we're all, uh, I, Randy, I don't even know what you're drinking yet, I'm very excited to find that out, but first, let's kick it back to the dugout, how's everything going on in, uh, Colorado, boys? 
Well, right here, baby. We are Lux. Uh, ready to go. We got the Fiat Lux. Come on. Focus. Anyways, we got the Fiat Lux. We're ready to rock and I roll. I got the Deluxe Lux. I can't wait. This is going to be a fun episode. I'm so glad that you guys are back finally so I can just take a back seat and, and just soak it all in. Enjoy the show. <laughs> Yeah, nice. We're going to have Jordan. to send a thank you over to Luciano. He, they must have sent that box for free for Jordan to have a Oh, yeah. If, if Jordan's smoking it, it's free. <laughs> so, I think we can all know that. Well done. Well <laughs> done. Um, so let's, uh, let's just jump right in. Let's start talking about this cigar, this Fiat Lux, from our good friends at uh, Ace Prime Cigars, Randy. I'm going to tell you a little bit. I'm smoking the Intuition, which is a 5x50. Are you smoking the same? Yeah. You're smoking the 5x50 as well? It looked like, uh, Jordan, you might be smoking the, the Insight or yes, something. Yes, like we are insight. smoking the yeah, Insights. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, oh. 5 and 5 eighths by 46. Ooh, I like that size. Yeah. Sexy like size. Beautiful. Uh, it's got Ecuadorian Sumatra high priming wrapper. Uh, binder and fillers from Nicaragua comes out of the Tabacalera Pachardo factory. Um, a lot of good stuff coming out of Tabacalera Pachardo, Randy. A lot of good stuff. Yeah, no, I've I've really enjoyed um, seeing this partnership and, and brand grow since they um, since they teamed up with our, our good friends over at Crown Heads. Um, obviously, that brought a lot of attention to the factory. A lot of the Crown Head cigars over the last two years have been coming exclusively out of the uh, tobacco layer Pachardo. Um, this is obviously the, um, you know, this isn't just Fiat Lux, it's Fiat Lux by Luciano, who I guess got to take a minute and say is kind of one of the most amazing humans I've ever met. Luciano is just like such a sweet and like caring and like sincere guy. He's a good dude. One of the one of the most amazing human beings you've ever met. That's high praise, my friend. High praise indeed. Um, yeah, I dig the cigar. I know it, it popped up on a lot of end of year lists around the uh, the industry, and uh, there's a lot of buzz around it as well. Um, it's I, I think the the flavor profile is is kind of simple, but mm -hmm. at the same time super flavorful. Uh, there's a little bit of elegance to it as well. It doesn't really like smash you over the head with flavor, medium plus uh, flavor side, uh, medium on body uh, and strength, I would say. Um, it doesn't check in on the, on the medium plus side for me. I, I, from a strength perspective, medium plus on flavor. Uh, lots of earth, kind of a sweet tobacco note in there, some black pepper spice. Uh, I get most of that on the retrohale. I don't get a lot of uh, pepper or a lot of spice really that settles on the tongue. Maybe some uh, cabinet spices that we like to talk about those there's a little bit of a brown sugar kind of vibe happening in there as well that I dig. Um, but we can uh, get into that a little bit more as we go. Randy, I'm really curious. What are you pairing tonight? Because I know what I'm drinking. And I told the audience what I was drinking. But I couldn't tell them what you were going to drink because you wouldn't tell me. Yeah, I wanted to think this one through. I wanted you to choose first so that I could strategically plan to beat you. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, and I also wanted to allow the cigar to kind of dictate... Um, uh, the best pairing, uh, and literally, you know, you said brown sugar immediately when removing the cigar from the cello and just smelling the cigar, I get a really honey note from it. Hmm. And so I went in search of cocktails that incorporate honey, and I found a recipe called the Gold Rush. Uh, Gold Rush is a kind of a take on a uh, bourbon sour but you replace the sugar with a honey simple syrup. So it's just bourbon. Uh, I went with lime juice instead of lemon and, uh, and, and honey simple syrup. And uh, so I'm really excited about it. I agree with you on, on the main points you made about the cigar. I would say uh, a couple more things about it if I could. Uh, it, it is, I'd say medium in flavor, medium minus in intensity or in, 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 uh, in, in strength. Um, so I, I also wanted to make sure that I wasn't choosing a, a beverage that was going to run over the cigar. You know, most uh, bourbon-based cocktails I, I was concerned might, might be too strong. Um, so I was excited to find this, a very simple, um, a simple cocktail recipe with, with some added sweetness. I, I definitely get a lot of, like, a, 
bready, lighter, softer uh, notes without a lot of sweetness coming from the cigar. And so I thought uh, incorporating a little bit of sweetness would kind of amp up some of that flavor, uh, allow that breadiness to really kind of uh, take, take on um, kind of a, a different, uh, more impactful and intense uh, character. Uh, Fiat Lux obviously um, is Latin for uh, uh, let there be light. And uh, I read some quotes from Luciano, um, you know, that this was a kind of a special uh, deal for him. He really wanted to create a, an easy smoking yet complex um, blend and flavor profile. And so you've got tobaccos. Um, like you said, it is um, Ecuadorian Sumatran wrapper, Nicaraguan binder. And then the, fill, the Nicaraguan fillers are coming from um, Jalapa, Esteli, and... Uh, Pueblo Nuevo, um, mm. which is not a region we ever talk about. You know, Condega you hear about here and there. Ometepe, I'm sorry, Ometepe is the other one. It's Jalapa, Ometepe, and uh, Pueblo Nuevo is, is where the fillers come from. And so, uh, and so we know Ometepe, it's an island in, in Lake Nicaragua. It's uh, very minerally. Um, uh, the Jalapa obviously brings that sweetness. I mean, it wasn't really familiar, so I did a little bit of research on Pueblo Nuevo, if I could share that with you real quick. Um, it's, a, it's a region actually pretty close to uh, about an hour and a half outside of Esteli, just to the west of Condega. Um, it's more of a clay uh, soil that's best known for its vegetable and its uh, coffee production, more so than tobacco. Tobacco uh, isn't as, as predominant in that region as it is in uh, again, Nestle and, and Jalapa that we hear about so much. Um, so anyways, uh, it, it, I thought it was interesting. You know, he, uh, Luciano really wanted to work with a couple different uh, regions to bring in some different flavor profiles, create something a little bit more complex. And um, so as, as we go through, we'll, 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 see how, uh, we'll see how it strikes us. That's, that's awesome. I, thank you for looking into Pueblo Nuevo. And it's funny because I remember... And this was a show not too long ago, and I remember listening to this while I was driving into work, where I had mentioned Pueblo Nuevo and Ometepe were in the same cigar. And I'm, I'm looking back at the schedule, and I'm trying to figure out what cigar this was. And I said, yeah, we never talk about Ometepe. And you were like, well, we, we talk about Ometepe sometimes, but we never talk about Pueblo Nuevo. So it's, it yeah. seems to be one of those regions that is showing up more and more um, in, uh, in cigars as, as we're going. Was it Ferio Tego? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what cigar it was. I remember uh, when you when you say that. I totally remember that that uh, yeah that, that exact conversation. I don't recall what cigar it was. That might have been the first time I'd ever heard of Pueblo Nuevo at all. But yeah, I'll tell it's you, it's it's infrequent enough. I wasn't even able to find any um, cite any information on on the Google machine uh, to infer any. Um, kind of generic terms, any uh, flavor profile for tobacco coming from that region. Like I said, when you go to um, look into the the, uh, the major growing crops in that region, coffee's a big one, corn is a big one. It's, 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 a, it's a heavy agricultural area. Um, it's just not super tobacco driven like some of the other ones we talk more about. That's interesting. I, I think, and I don't want to speak, I know we're probably wasting time on this, but now I'm super curious and trying to figure out which cigar it was. Um, and I wonder, I wonder if it was the Crowned Head Serie E. Because we just recently did that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We can move on. Uh, but yeah, thank you for looking into that. It's, it is interesting when those new regions, they kind of pop up. And then before you know it, they're in this cigar, that cigar, and every other cigar. So it's, uh, it's interesting. So I'd be curious to learn a little bit more about that tobacco specifically. And I love that you went out and found... A, uh, a simple cocktail recipe and then completely changed it. <laughs> That's what I do, Rob. That's yeah. what I do. I, I have, so I it called for this, player. but I used that. And then it called for lemon, <laughs> but I used a lime. And then it called for, you know, honey. And it's interesting you said honey and I said brown sugar. But mm -hmm. to me, those are both kind of earthy sweetness. Sure. Like it's got a, a bit of an earthy vibe to it, but it's also got some sweetness to it, which is why yep. I ended up going with the cocktail that I'm going with. I wanted to go with something rum-based because I love that sugar cane, earthy, sweet vibe. Uh, so I went with uh, one of my personal favorites, uh, the old Cuban cocktail. And I double-checked because I know that I've talked about this, this uh, cocktail many times on the show, but we've only featured it once. 
and that was two right. years ago. So I felt like it was okay to revisit. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to quadruple dip on the uh, on the same. Um, there you go. Pichardo uses Boba Nuevo a lot. That's according to whoever that was, um, <clears throat> or maybe that's where it's showing up a lot. But anyway, I went with the uh, old Cuban cocktail. It's ounce and a half of aged rum, although I think I put two ounces of this one because the rum tastes a little heavy, uh, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, I used Diplomatico, uh, half ounce of lime. I used lime, half ounce of simple syrup. I used simple syrup, uh, 10, or like a handful of mint leaves. I used mint leaves uh, and a couple of dashes of bitters. Uh, go ahead and uh, muddle that a little bit, shake it up, and then top it off with two ounces of sparkling wine. I used Prosecco. So I guess I tweaked it a little bit with the Prosecco, but I tend to stick to the rest. I'm pretty sure Prosecco registers as sparkly wine. (laughs) (laughs) It does. It does. Well, I mean, in in that case, lime registers as citrus. So so we're both good. I think we both nailed it. Uh, But anyway, that was – so I'm glad that that came up because that was the reason that I wanted to go with this cocktail, not just because I love it and I had uh, several of them over the weekend. I was reminded how much I love it, but uh, because there's that – that little bit of earthy sweetness that comes out of this cigar that I thought maybe we could elevate um, by bringing uh, some uh, sugarcane-based liquor into, uh, into the pairing. Uh, boys, since you both have an actual cigar, like you're actually smoking the cigar, usually Jordan's like, oh, I couldn't get it, so I'm smoking Opus X or whatever. Uh, I, I appreciate that, uh, that you guys are both smoking the same thing. I'm curious to see what you all are drinking. So tonight, I'm going with the tried-and-true Topo Chico mineral water. That is going to be my pairing tonight. I wanted to uh, just get everything I could out of the cigar without any distraction whatsoever. That's what I am doing. Jordan, what about you? I am going with a Kentucky Mule. Kind of wanted to capture some of the cabinet spicy elements of the cigar uh, using a Betty, Betty Buzz ginger beer. Never heard of it before, but here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Betty Buzz, is there alcohol in that? No, I don't think there is. It's uh, it's the wife of uh, Ryan Reynolds, I think. Does this? Huh. Wow. Oh, um, what's her name? It's somebody you would know, but I can't think. Yeah, of her she's name. absolutely gorgeous, and I can't think of her name. Oh, Who'd, like, well, Who'd have known? Who'd have known? Uh, the, uh, I just, the buzz made me think that it had some alcohol in it. So we, yeah, I was, I was about to say, this is like a, some sort of weird milestone. Are you, did you guys intentionally choose to, or is it Lent? Like, you're both drinking non-alcoholic beverages. Jordan's drinking a Kentucky Mule. No, I'm doing a Kentucky Mule. Oh, I got so lost in the ginger beer, I was thinking he was just drinking the ginger beer. What kind of bourbon are we doing in this? Oh, Evan Williams, single barrel. Nice. Nice. See, that's what, I, that's what I respect about you, Jordan. Just because you're blending it down with some other beverage doesn't mean you have to use cheap whiskey. No. Good job. Well done. Heck no. Evan <laughs> Williams is kind of cheap. Yeah. That's a, a very, it's an affordable price point. It's like I went with, uh, I, I went with yeah. the, because uh, my cocktail is called the Gold Rush, I, it had this kind of old-timey feel to it, so I, I went with the, uh, the old Forester 1920 Prohibition style Ooh. Uh, bourbon myself. Nice. Uh, it just felt right for the name Gold Rush. Right? I thought you were going to say that you went with California's old Gold Bar whiskey. Never heard. You know about? Yeah, they advertise on KNBR all the time. They're official sponsor of your San Francisco 49ers. Um, <clears throat> I've never had it before, but the the bottle it comes in looks like a big piece of gold bullion. It's uh, oh, is that right? Pretty cool looking. Yeah, I, but yeah, I can't imagine it. it tastes very good. I don't know. Whatever, we can move on. No, and you need that uh, kind of marketing uh, technique. You're probably <laughs> overcompensating for something else. Randy, Randy, good marketing does not mean you have a poor product. No, that's no, that's lesson number one. Marketing one hundred and one. No, but, but if I haven't heard of it and you're overdoing it on marketing, it probably means you have a subpar product. <laughs> that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Uh, Jordan, let's get that uh, poll up and posted. We if, have uh, it up. It's up and running. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, um, so we'll, uh, we'll jump in and kind of move along with these pairings as we go. Um, <clears throat> so what, what are some of the other cigars, Randy, coming out of, of Tobacco Lair Pichardo? I mean, we've talked about 
these, uh, we talk about this a lot, I feel like. And whenever we bring it up, we always talk about all these great cigars that are coming out. What are some of the ones that stand out to you? Well, uh, it, it, is, it is interesting. When we first uh, heard of Ace Prime, um, it was the, um, those uh, excess, um, the X, when, when, when they had the basketball stars at the show, and we had never heard of Ace Prime, and they showed up with this huge booth. They had Tiago, Tiago Splitter there. They had uh, Dominique Wilkins. And, uh, and, every, and, and everyone was blown away because there was these you know, huge headliners there with this brand no one had ever really heard of. Um, and so it was a little bit confusing. It took us a little bit of time, I'd say, to, to like kind of figure it out. And they, they've grown a lot over the last two years. I think you know, the distribution partnership with Groundheads has really like given them um, some legs. And uh, so we've seen a lot coming out. This is the third cigar in the Luciano line. Luciano is the uh, co-founder and president of the company. He's also the master blender. And so uh, obviously the traveler and um, Jordan helped me out. What was the other one? The dreamer, uh, the traveler and the dreamer by Luciano. This is the third in that series. Um, both of those were released originally as limited releases. Um, the dreamer has now come back as a full-time production cigar. Uh, Fiat Lux is the first uh, in that line that uh, was launched um, from its inception to be a full-time um, cigar. And I think it's kind of interesting. Like you said, like, you know, obviously you had access and, and, and it makes a lot of sense that um, it'd be another one of uh, their cigars that we found the, um, the Pueblo Nuevo uh, tobacco in. Uh, clearly they found a lot that they really um, appreciated, liked, you know, probably bought quite a bit of it and are, are looking at some different opportunities to use it. Um, but I thought that was kind of interesting as he continues to kind of like carve out this line with his namesake on it, you know, that he's trying to do something with some unique tobaccos, try to create something that's both complex but um, subtle and nuanced, as we both pointed out. The cigar is kind of a medium to medium uh, minus um, fl flavor profile. Um, and uh, it, you, you don't necessarily see it's a controversy. I typically say, you know, complexity is easier to identify in more intensely flavored cigars. I don't want to generalize lighter cigars as not being complex because um, I, I think I think there are brands out there that are known to be very kind of subtle and very complex. You know, Davidoff comes to mind as being something that uh, everyone uh, reveres and regards as um, both complex and nuanced in flavor as well as um, so, somewhat subtle um, and, and, you know, medium to on the lighter side of overall intensity. Um, so I think that's interesting that, uh, that, that that's the way he went, you know, for, for the cigar as, as the first um, one that was intended to be a, uh, a full-time uh, production cigar with his name on it. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting brand and... Um... Uh, yeah, I'll just, I, I don't, I'll never forget, that was your first, uh, that was IPCPR back then, uh, when, right. when they first came out, that was 2019, they had a gigantic mm -hmm. booth, uh, I mean, they made an announcement, they made a statement, you know, and I know Absolutely. I've told this story when I was getting ready to interview uh, Dominique Wilkins, and we're, Randy's got the backpack on, and ready to go live, and I mean, we know each other at this point, but we don't know each other that well, and I'm getting ready, like, I'm standing right next to Dominique, and... I'm not a huge basketball fan, but I mean, I grew up watching him play, and and I looked up at him, and I could not think of. I just completely lost his name, and I had to make up some excuse to walk over to Randy and say, "Hey, what the hell is this guy's name?" Because I can't remember it. <laughs> and uh, I, and I I, I, mean, I I pretended like I was going in your backpack to get something or or what, uh, and um, and you were nice enough to uh, to turn and kind of whisper, "It's, it's Dominique Wilkins, dumbass." Like, what do you? <laughs> what do you, what do you what are you doing? And I think he knew well, the good, because the good thing is you actually knew who he was. Like I didn't even know at that time that his nickname had been the human highlight reel. And as soon as you heard his name, you're like, oh right, human highlight reel. Like, like yeah. you actually yeah, knew who yeah, he was. I, I didn't grow up watching him. So so you knew him better than I did. You just brain yeah, on his I mean <laughs> I mean I, I grew up watching basketball in, in the eighties and so I mean I, I saw him play. I, I wouldn't say that I, I grew up watching him like every time he played, but uh, when I go back, if you go back and watch that interview, um, we had to pan way out to get me in the shot because he's, you know, 
twice my size, literally. Um, literally. And, and and I said, I was like, yeah, we're here with uh, Dominique Wilkins, the human highlight reel, man. I, you know, it's something. And I was like, yeah, eight-time All-Star or something like that. He was like, yeah, last time I checked. And I'm like, oh, did you? Was that referencing me going over there and checking some of your stats or whatever before I did the show? Burn. Uh, but, uh, yeah, right. Uh, but, now he's going to uh, watch was, this was, show and say, what? Yeah, I just I, mean, I knew exactly. I knew who he was. I, I know he's watching right now. Yeah, of course. Uh, Dominique, I watched, I, watched, I watched play. Yeah, you know that. Uh, but uh, and you know, his I, golf game is strong, too. Yeah, no, I, Sorry, yeah, I, I, I sometimes forget when you say you grew up watching basketball in the 80s, how old you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was still watching cartoons in, in the 80s, but that actually reminds me of something, Rob. Dojo, we're back! The dynamic duo, the siblings of smoke, the partners of podcasts, the gourds of cigars, the teammates of tobacco. Robbie Raz and I team up once again to finish off the fourth segment of season four of Flavor Odyssey, your favorite cigar pairing show. And as always, we owe it all to our magnificent sponsor, one of the greatest cigar brands and manufacturers of all time, Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the brand that brings you some of the most delicious tasting cigars in all the world and has a portfolio that covers the full spectrum of flavor, so much so that they have a cigar for every smoker and every occasion. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar near you. Now, while Drew Estate keeps the lights on here at Dojo Studios, what would a pairing show be without cigars? Every cigar smoked here on Flavor Odyssey is sponsored by our good friends at Smoke In. Don't miss a true premium cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at smokein.com. Boom. That, that was amazing. <laughs> I have no I, I, words. Yeah, that's pretty doggone good, I got to say. The, did you say siblings of smoke? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ah. I love it. Next I love it. And the best, the best part is going into that read. You told me how old I am. You're like I'm so old. If we're siblings, you know, twins. Yeah, you're like, you're like the older brother. Older brother. We're about the same age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like 17 years older than my youngest sister. So there, there you go. go. Oh, uh, he didn't say he didn't say twins. He just said siblings. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's Chad. Right. Uh, Chad. Chad said that needs to be our next podcast. So. Oh, siblings of smoke. Siblings of smoke. Oh, oh that's, that's, that's good. good. Well, you know, like Rebby said, it's been 17 years since we've been on the air together. <laughs> I had to, I had to write something like, you know, talking about the partnership, the, the camaraderie that exists between me and my. I my haven't good uh, over there. Right I haven't now. rated one of these things in a while. I'm, I'm gonna give this one a 9.4. Oof. Whoa. Yeah, that's that's up. Whoa. That's, that's, that's that's one of the best of all time. Yeah, one, well, one of the you. best. And, and the, the <laughs> since we're, we're, we're kicking off this siblings of smoke show, mm. uh, I, I have the I have the plan already. Eric, yes. you're gonna adopt me and Randy, <laughs> and Randy Randy Jordan and I will do the show. All right. I love it. I love it. We're all siblings. Right. We, we can we can tell stories about how dad like. Be, you know, treated one of us better than the, than the rest of us. I can Dad. retire. I can retire. <laughs> no. I love it. Never. I, love it. I, I just have a feeling that Randy's going to get spanked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, a different show for a different episode. <laughs> let's, let's go with sent to his room and discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's going I, on the, the OnlyFans page, boys. That's, that's where that one is. <laughs> All right, so, um, so I, I, 
So we, we, we didn't say it as we, as we were talking back through our uh, through the pairings we chose, Robbie. Mm. I think it's interesting that you um, cited specifically the earthy sweetness that you were going for because actually, you know, you had told me that you were doing the old Cuban. I had forgot what the old Cuban was and had to go back and revisit the recipe. I forgot that it had mint in it. And so mm. um, I'd actually, before I had read that, I had actually been thinking mojito. And I was going to try out the mojito, and then I saw that yours had mint, so obviously um, I wanted to go a different route. And so it's kind of interesting that I really tried to give um, some variation uh, in these pairings so that we can kind of compare. And at the root of it all, we are both doing something pretty similar, believing that, uh, that an earthy sweetness was the right, uh, the right genre, the right pairing kind of uh, part of the flavor wheel for us to go to on, on this, which... Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see, you, you know, how, um, how varied our pairings get here in our final, um, uh, descriptions, but, but I also think it's kind of, kind of fun that, you know, here we are, you know, in our fourth season, uh, doing pairings together that, that, that uh, when we don't talk about it and like plan very specifically to have polar, uh, different, uh, pairings that, um, that we end up kind of in the same vein on, on this one. Yeah, we we do we don't do a show together for what, seventeen years, and we come back and we want to drink the same things. And it, it's the, you're right, the old Cuban very very similar to a mojito. Um, <clears throat> the the main difference is being the uh, the uh, sparkling wine as opposed to club soda. Uh, this mm. has bitters in it as well. Um, but uh, beyond that, they're very similar. You know so who you, does a good old Cuban is uh, Casa Fuente. Mm. That makes sense because they do a really good uh, old, or mojito. not old fashioned. They probably do a good old fashioned too, but they do a really good uh, mojito. Mojito, man. so that makes a ton of they sense. They got the rum down. And I think the, yeah, the, the mint really makes it really makes the show. Um, I think for in both of those drinks, uh, but you can't really skimp on the rum either. You got to use a pretty decent rum. If you use something that's lackluster, I mean, I feel that way in most cocktails. If your your base, if your base spirit is bottom shelf, then it's, I mean. It, the cocktail's probably still going to be okay, but it's not going to be as good as it could be. Um, well, so that's, I mean, for me, that, that, sorry, sorry, what? Oh, I was just going to say that is uh, one other difference you didn't point out is a mojito is going to be uh, clear rum. We're using a barrel aged rum. Doesn't have to be, bro. Yeah, it when I make a mojito, it's barrel aged rum. So. I do mojitos I, with the barrel aged. I'm fully aware. I'm fully aware, and I and I subscribe to your way of drinking. Jordan, I support you wholeheartedly. Uh, I but, should uh, hope so. But the traditional, when you say mojito, you'd have to specify sure. w- with dark rum or with aged rum. Yeah. Um, so oh. before we do, I, I just want to kind of jump in before you start leading us off. Uh, I know we're probably getting kind of close to uh, you uh, getting us into some of the kind of final discussing discussion points on these pairings. Let's not forget to check to see where we are. Before we do that, because I am curious, you know, I've lost so, so many times on this show. Not just to you now, Rob. I don't know if you've paid attention in the weeks you weren't here. I lost to everybody we've ever had on this show. <laughs> <laughs> like, and Terrence was on last I, week, and and I, I lost by a lot. He doubled up my score. I think so. Terrence proved my thesis that the most popular guy on the show wins. Like, I, I've never even come close. Yeah, yeah. Eric wins, and he's not even on the on the on the poll. So he's, I, he's I don't not, know he's how not that even, even happens. His microphone's <laughs> not even on. Like, how's he going to win? People literally write in Master Sensei. Hey, the, like, last, the last the last the last few weeks, I have been on the show. I I've been I've been doing it. I, but I will say this: I did put up a poll on YouTube, also, Jordan. Mm. On this episode, oh, so got, okay, and I'm not gonna I'm not here. gonna I'm not gonna reveal anything. But what I can tell you is this. One of you guys started out with a massive lead, then the lead shrunk to almost nothing, and now it it went back to um, a big lead again. So I'm just gonna say that. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh no, we gotta give You're it up. You're gonna tell us what yeah, the like, poll is, Eric. Do you want me to tell? No, you don't say don't, percentages. Don't you just say should. who's in the lead. I don't, right. I don't think we should do this in the middle of the show. Because right. then Randy's going to well, start pandering to the I was just curious what the poll was. <laughs> is, it, is it for the pairing or was it a, a random question? No, it's who's got the best pairing. Oh, okay, okay. Who's got the best See, pairing? See, that, that's something else that, that's popped up while you've been away, Rob, is Eric's been just like randomly posting polls with just random questions. Like, 
you know, does Randy look stupid in glasses or not? <laughs> you know? oh, I need to put that up. Uh, that's going up. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's going up next. <laughs> no, we love your glasses, Randy. Love your glasses. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I, I don't know who, who out there in the world wears glasses or doesn't, but I'll tell you, as someone that never needed glasses and now needs glasses, I waited far too long, and it's, it's the, I had no idea that the whole world had been blurry for the last two years until the first time I put them on. It, it's literally like when you're when you're downloading a photo or you're waiting for for you know the internet to come. It's like kind Muffling. of blurry, and then it snaps, and all of a sudden everything is like crystal clear and perfectly sharp. That is literally like what it is when you put on glasses for the first time after apparently needing them for the last few years. <laughs> yeah, that, that same thing happened to me. It's. I would get it when I was this. I, I've been wearing glasses since I was in my mid twenties, I think, and I'd be driving home, and uh, you know, God forbid, it's raining or something, and it's at night, and like the all the lights are just these huge balls of color. You know, there's there's no there's no definition in anything, and then I, I finally got my first pair, and I was like, holy crap, this is what everything's supposed to look like. Right. It's like that. It's like the video of the baby that puts glasses on for the first time and just like freaks out because it can see. You know. Mm -hmm. uh it's yeah that's how i felt but uh, no good for you man um and you said you bought five pair did you where did you buy them from because glasses are super freaking expensive uh yeah i got a couple from costco um what well, i got i haven't done costco yet glasses usa they didn't have any uh, uh they didn't have the the brands and this and the frame styles that i wanted so i found glasses usa i've got some armani's coming for you know when i'm you know going a suit but you know me i like to accessorize so it's like, you know, I talk about, we went on the trip to, to Las Vegas for five days. I took six pairs of shoes um, because like I have different shoes for every outfit. Um, and I felt like glasses were a perfect place for me to really like, you know, show my style, my flair, you know, make sure that, that it, it's all going well with my clothes. But then, but then I get on the show the first time I wore glasses, I, I did one of these lives um, without you, Rob, which was, oof rough at first um and, and and i realized that like the smaller lenses um and the flatter lenses have less glare with the studio lights and whatnot so you know, i'm still i'm still working it out but i got, I got some that transition now randy's there. gonna tell us who invented the bifocals <laughs> which was which benjamin was, franklin okay good all i'm glad know. you know Come that on. uh so we are i did put up a poll uh and you're getting tons of thumbs ups there's only uh, you're, you're at 93%. Uh, the glasses are a go. Oh, nice. Nice. Awesome. Wow. That's yeah. impressive. Is there, can we find out who I those 7% some positive are? feedback from one of these polls. <laughs> Jesus. Somebody's just a jerk. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, you look like just a dummy. I bet, I bet it's Wolf God. <laughs> you know what, what's funny, though? You, you managed to bring – we were in Vegas for five days. You brought six pairs of shoes, and you still took them off to go into the pool. I, I just don't understand – why you had to take off your shoes and go dance in the pool? Ugh, who dances at a My who dances in a dancing pool? Yeah, a grown, when, a grown when, man when, took off his shoes in oh, a club, it. in a club <laughs> at a Vegas club. All right, inside joke. <laughs> inside joke <laughs> over, over. Uh, so, um, I, let me let me jump into this. I want to talk yeah, a little bit about this because I'm super excited about it. Like I said, you, you know, right away you get some honey notes, you get some bread, you get some bread crust. Um, there's a little bit of woodiness, but it's a little bit more on the drier side. I I, um, I like that you kind of uh, reverse your your path when you start talking about spice on this, um, uh, Rob, because it it doesn't have black pepper in the traditional way that that I think of it. It does have some baking spice <laughs> on the retro. There is a, a little bite of black pepper um but the but i'd say the pepper overall is is pretty subdued in this it's a fairly subdued and nuanced cigar um the the gold rush cocktail that i chose um i think even though lime um was, was my choice instead of lemon which can you know that's such a sharp acidic uh citrus i was afraid that that might actually overpower it's not at all it's actually complementing the cigar really well it's it's adding uh, a few different flavors without overpowering any of the flavors of the cigar. The sweetness from from the honey simple syrup um, is uh, again adding 
honey simple syrup instead of just adding honey straight to the cocktail you know dilutes the honey a little bit in advance which i think was appropriate i didn't want this to be overly sweet i didn't want it to be overly honey um intense but i i will know and, and this is something I, I think a lot of people don't necessarily um <laughs> very nice kit tanner um uh some, something that, that i want to say about uh, this in your honey selection you know most people are buying wildflower honey you know when when um when beekeepers rent out their hive to farmers to pollinate their their um their different crops most honey farmers are just kind of uh, uh renting that out to a bunch of different places so they end up just calling it wildflower honey because um, there was no specific crop um that drove the honey production. It was a whole range of different things. Um, but then there's a few that are like classically known that produce enough honey. And that's orange blossom uh, is, is one of those and clover is another. And when you when you use orange blossom or clover or honey, um, if you really pay attention, you really do pick up some some of the um, the specific characteristics of botanicals from those crops. And so I'm using a, a orange blossom honey which wasn't by design for the pairing at all. It's just kind of what I had. And, um, and it's interesting because I totally feel like there's this, um, this light flowery orange blossom note very subtly in the, the cocktail that's actually working really well with um, this kind of some very subtle like floral uh, characteristics in the cigar in my opinion that, um, that are working really well, um, very synergetic with the orange blossom notes uh, from the honey simple syrup that I used. Um, a really pleasant experience that I wasn't even planning for when I when I designed the pairing uh, up front. So, um, so that's working out really well for um, for this pairing for me so far. I'm glad you brought up honey because I've I don't remember when we did this. I think it was last year sometime. Um, <clears throat> Dana and I stumbled a, a, across like a. I don't know what you call a person that sells nothing but honey. I don't know, like like a cheesemonger sells cheese. I don't know, are they a honey bucket? I don't know. Um, a honey bucket is well, actually well, a, a porta potty. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, well, a person that raises bees, a, a, a bee well, hive keeper is an yeah. apiary. Um, apiary. So I, an apiary. Uh, so I. Uh, <laughs> I, I love you, Barry. Um, the uh, yeah, so I would I would imagine it's it's based on the root word of apiary, but yeah, I don't know. It, whatever, whatever. It was a store that had a ton of honey in it, and we tried a bunch of different ones. We tried uh, clover, we tried uh, orange blossom, and we tried um, I think wildflower. I think that, like you said, I think those were the three main ones. And you really can taste at least from the ones that we tried uh, a pretty substantial difference. Yeah. Um, I'm partial to the clover, and I don't remember why. I just remember that was the one that I liked the most. Uh, but that's that's interesting, and it's it's funny. Uh, there's lime in my cocktail as well, uh, half ounce of it in there, and I was worried about the same thing because this cigar is. I think I would. I smoked it last week, and I think I just forget that it's kind of delicate. The flavor profile, like you said, is more. Uh, it's definitely square in the medium. Um, it's not medium plus. I think I said medium plus early on, but it's definitely not. Uh, and medium minus, medium-ish on the uh, on the strength, um, but I was worried that I was going to overrun the cigar. Same like you were saying, but that acidity from the lime, that bright acidic, that bright acidic note, um, almost kind of cleanses the palate between the two. And I've never really thought of lime as doing something like that, but that's kind of what it's what it's doing here. The mint is bringing out that bit of that floral aspect again, like you you talked about. But to me, the, the, the synergistics of this pairing here are the, uh, it's, it's that earthy sweetness, man. And it's exactly what I wanted. I was hoping to kind of elevate that flavor. And to me, it's kind of a brown sugarish kind of note in the cigar, reminiscent of like a dark brown sugar. Um, and um, like a, not quite all the way to molasses, but trending in that direction. Um, it's much more pronounced now with this, uh, with this rum-based uh, mm -hmm. cocktail old Cuban here. Uh, it's exactly what I wanted. It's, I think it's a great pairing. I think, uh, the cocktail is so close to running it over. If, mm -hmm. if there were, if there was anything else in here, I mean, m maybe even doing this without the bitters might make it even a little bit better because I think it's mm -hmm. just, you're, you're really getting close to running that cigar over, but it's that earthy. There's a little bit of earthiness. There's a little bit of that sweetness and it just gets elevated. The black pepper for me, 
uh, is definitely on the retro hail, and it's probably more of like a black pepper flavor uh, mm. as opposed to a spice. Um, it doesn't still, have that a bit, bite, that sting. Yeah, it doesn't quite have that, but it's got that it's like right. a peppercorn kind of flavor to it, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which, which I dig. And you mentioned uh, bread crust. I would, I would get even more specific and say like French bread crust, not a sourdough. Uh, definitely got that that crusty kind of um, almost almost kind of charred bread note. I don't know. That, that sounds weird. I don't want to say burnt toast or anything like that, but it's there's right. that flavor is definitely in there. But I know what you're talking about. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I I really dig the cigar, and I wouldn't go any stronger on this pairing. In fact, when I smoked it last week, I paired it with a uh, Harp Irish Lager, and the the pairing was great. Uh, Harp is um, it's the same as Guinness, right? The same uh, brewery as Guinness? Yeah, I don't know if it's the same brewery specifically. They're both Diageo brands, so probably, yeah. yeah I, I probably. think it's. I think they come from the same uh, the, the same maker, whatever. Um, yeah. They have the same logo. Anyway, uh, yeah. very, I, I love Harp. It's, and I never seem to find it except when we're around uh, St. Patrick's Day, so I stock up. I bought a case because I just dig it. It's, it's a very simple beer, but it's got a nice kind of uh, bready kind of flavor forward. Um, to it, and it's also got that kind of creamy texture to it. It's not overpowering, um, and it paired really, really well with this. So that was kind of an indication that I didn't want to go too strong on the beverage. So for me, I, I guess we'll just uh, get it out of the way. For me, this is definitely a thumbs up. It's exactly what I was hoping to achieve uh, without, you know, overdoing it. Um, and I feel like, Randy, your pairing was about the same. Yeah, no, I, I, I also am giving mine a, a thumbs up. I concur with everything that you said. Obviously, again, we did uh, kind of organically do something fairly similar with the um, the key um, flavor elements, even though our, our cocktails are pretty different from each other overall, uh, using different spirits. You know, obviously having mint in, in uh, yours is going to give it a, a, a pretty wild uh, variation. Um, I, I like a lot of what you said. I, I totally agree. I think uh, the, the whole molasses um, uh, comment that you made, I think that that's something that Diplomatico, it's something I think about Diplomatico kind of brings to the table. I think it is a much um, deeper, richer sweetness, um, which is which is why um, I really like the idea of honey. Uh, honey to me was just this perfect, it's a it's little, little bit more complex and rich than um, like sucrose, like the standard table sugar. Uh, but uh, but not quite to that heavier brown sugar molasses note um, again that that diplomatic food can bring, um, but it, but it was funny because because you, you said not sourdough and the first thing that crosses my mind is like pretty sure that just you and me and anyone from California watching are the only people that would ever even think sourdough uh, was in the mix. I don't think it's that prevalent. <laughs> but 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 I I saw a comment uh, Jordan just put up um, CK it, um, identified clearly what we're all describing as uh, as pie crust, which I like mm. that, 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 mm-hmm. that, that, all, that that also infers a little bit of butteriness. Um, you also noted creaminess, which is something that neither of us use to describe this cigar, but I think is, is definitely on the list of attributes. Um, there is a, a creamy uh, character. It's not more of a texture, a very, more of a texture yeah, than yeah, a flavor. Yeah, right, right. It's not very creamy, like, like, like some of the cigars that you would normally um, use that that term with, but 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 it's there. It, I, I would kind of say this: there's a tad of, of creamy texture, a little bit of softness um, that I think is pretty pleasant. Cool. Uh, so what's? Uh, thank you for agreeing with me. I love it when you do that. Um, <laughs> uh, let's uh, go back to. I'm curious, uh, Eric. I think I know that your pairing was probably just fine, but. Uh, I'm curious what you think about the cigar. We've never really talked about this specific cigar. Yeah, this isn't one of my favorite um, cigars by Ace Prime. It's still not. Um, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, it the draw is, is too tight, in my opinion. I'm, I'm constantly trying to get more out of this cigar. Um, it does have the honey flavor, which I, I like. The flavors in the cigar I, I like, but it just doesn't... Uh, give me enough of it in in the you know in just the smoking of it that I want and so I'm constantly trying to like double puff it and stuff like that and that's sort of always been my complaint with this cigar and uh, it does have a bit of a um, perfumey note to it that I'm not uh, super jazzed about it's not one of my favorite cigars so 
I would give this a thumbs down. Um, not that I'm being. You just went only on the cigar. I know, but I'm just Get drinking. Water. I'm just yeah. drinking Topo Chico. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just drinking Topo Chico. With the Topo, it. just blew it away. By the way, I also I also have a little bourbon, just as like a uh, uh, what do you what do you call that? There like, it is. That's my uh, palate cleanser. Or it's something. no, it's like a, what do you call it when it's like your standard? It's like the. Uh, you know, whatever. But um, I'm just making sure I'm going back and forth to make sure that I'm, I'm getting everything I need to get out of the cigar. And I'm just, frankly, it's not that great of a cigar, to be honest, um, in my opinion. And so I would go thumbs down. Jordan, what do you think? Uh, not my favorite cigar. Um, it has, you know, it has the the baking spices, cabinet spice kind of thing quality to it. Um, there's there's peppercorn. It's t- uh, toasted bread kind of flavors to it but the the mouth feel is way way too dry uh mm. kind of makes me feel think of like burning brush like there's like a a fire outside your house nearby like this like just dry kind of smoky quality to it um the drink the drink is actually a good pairing for it um they would be a good pairing if the cigar wasn't if i didn't like the cigar this much because the drink is kind of, it's capturing those cabinet spices, and it's kind of telling the cigar, like, no, you should be more like this. Like, here's these nice ginger, uh, sweet and spice kind of qualities. You can you can pull in some citrus and some sweetness in, into that and have more mouth-watering kind of quality to it. But the cigar is just wants to be so dry. Uh, I'll have to no. give it a thumbs down. That's, yeah, it's I, interesting because... Randy, you, sorry, Randy, but you you, no, you mentioned that the scar was on the drier side too. I've mm-hmm. never found that. Yeah, no, it's it's very specifically why I, I thought to go um, honey and and sweeter, because I did feel I, I'm not as as critical about it as uh, as the guys back in, in Colorado, but I don't disagree with their 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 takes at all. Uh, I actually have a follow-up question for for Eric. I want to ask you, but um, yeah. but 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 the dryness specifically, just addressing that one part of it, I would be really interested, Jordan, in you trying um, this Gold Rush. I really think the honey simple syrup really uh, addresses the um, the salivation element. It adds something. I really think it it actually elevates the cigar quite a bit. Um, something I wanted to ask you, though, uh, the follow-up question I was thinking, uh, Eric, as far as um, I, I, I just wonder if you would say that you say you like the flavors, but but there's not quite enough of them there. And I, I just wonder, it, are you looking for more intensity or are you looking for those flavors to just tie together a little better? Yeah, I think a little bit both. Um, I don't want to work. I don't want to work to get the flavor out. You right? Like, yeah, yeah. It, you imagine like a really good bourbon. You just take the littlest bit on your tongue, and it just it does the it does the work for you. And a lot of really good cigars are that way as well. Um, uh, I'll just throw one out, like say a cheap one, um, Aladino Corojo, just the base Aladino, right? Like, you just uh, a little bit of it, and you get all of the flavors that you're looking for. <laughs> I, I get the flavors that I want out of this cigar, but I'm I'm trying so hard to to, to pull that out. You know what I mean? Like no. if I feel like I'm working, I feel like a cigar shouldn't make you feel like you're working to get those flavors. I feel like I'm working to get those flavors out, and I guess that's that's what I mean. If that makes sense. Yeah. No. I'm 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 comfortable with that. I I, I always go back. You guys all know I I was. Um, I don't want to say critical, but I was not as blown away by the Placencia Alma del Fuego as seemingly the rest of the industry when that came out. And it was, you know, heavy, heavy Ometepe. And they were proud of that. That was the point of that cigar was to highlight the Ometepe uh, region as Ometepe is actually much more known for cigarette tobacco than for black uh, premium cigar tobacco. And, um, and, I, and I feel like a lot of that minerally earthiness kind of makes it, it, it tough to have that luscious kind of full character that that you know that of all cigars for you to pick um the aladino that's a that's a perfect example in my opinion the you know classic original caro very much has that that um that, i don't want to say sweetness but it just it's very satisfying there's a satisfactory right. yeah, 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 like yeah. character satisfying. that you get yeah. from that 
that that I feel like Ometepe maybe constrains somehow. Maybe mm. it's the mineraliness of it, and I just wonder because I'm yeah. I'm somewhat sensitive to that tobacco. If like maybe that being in the mix is is, is somehow like keeping some of the other tobaccos from uh, kind of connecting in a more it could be way. it could be. I don't I don't I really don't know. I'm not a I'm not a master blender, but um, I'm I just wished that uh, this. I didn't have to work so hard to get the flavor that I want out of the cigar. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, you could be right. I don't know, Randy. Yeah, you definitely don't want to have to play Where's Waldo with the flavor. Right, right. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's not what you want. You just want a straight-up portrait. Just show me with the flavor. Show it to me. Right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't seem to have that, that problem with this particular cigar. I, I, I've never smoked the size that you're smoking, so I'll, I'll give you that. But, um, yeah, I just... That could be it, too. That could be it, too. It's, it's not super rich. Uh, I mean, and it sounds like when the way you guys are talking about it, what's missing for you is some richness. Um, <clears throat> at least that's the way that I interpret what you're saying. Uh, so it doesn't really have that. Um, and I guess it is a, a little bit more on the drier side, but I've just never thought of it that way. I just, I don't know. To me, I think of it as a bit more elegant is the term that I, that, that pops into my head. But well, that's uh, the beauty of cigars, Robbie, is, yeah, no, we, we you can. know, we're getting different experiences. And you are smoking a different Vitola, and that could, I think, I think I've almost predominantly smoked this Vitola. I know that at the show, I think I had the other ones, but um, you know, after we got this box of these, I've almost smoked predominantly just this size. So that could be it as well. Um, you know, it's a good point. Yeah, I've only smoked the uh, Intuition, which is what I'm smoking now, and uh, the the Genius, which is a five and a half by fifty two. So. Uh, larger ring gauges, so interesting. I feel um, like Randy, I feel I feel like I wished I had a larger ring gauge. Yeah, I hear you. And Randy, I'm I'm, so I'm down said. with what you're saying about Ometepe. If it's because I it, it is such a unique flavor, and if you overdo mm -hmm. it, um, it's just I think it's just like any kind of flavor, really. If you overdo it, it just becomes the predominant uh, aspect. And if you don't like that flavor, uh, right. like like uh, one thing, and this is weird, but one thing that I really really do not like the flavor of is Italian parsley. And if Italian mm. parsley is in anything that I'm eating, even the tiniest bit of it, it'll ruin the whole thing for me. Just because there's this, like a lot of people are that way with cilantro. If they don't yep. like that flavor of cilantro, it's like it just ruins everything. So yeah, I can see, I can see why if, if you're uh, sensitive to that, even just the tiniest bit. I have no idea how much is in this, but even the tiniest sure. bit can ruin it. Um, so good. So we've got uh, a couple of thumbs up. Um, we'll get to the, uh, the final notes here in a minute. But what's going on on uh, Smoke Night Life? Smoke Night Live this Friday, boys. Uh, so Friday's a big day, guys. The uh, Ninjaragua, the Hoya Ninjaragua comes back Friday. This thing sold out in about an hour the last time we did this. And so you're going to want to make sure that you don't miss out on this time because there's not that many. There's only 3,000 cigars uh, this time. So, And there was, I think, 3,000 last time. And it sold out super-duper fast in about an hour. Um, it it'll Half an hour. It'll go on sale at, uh, I think, 7 p.m. Eastern um, on a, a live smoke-in event with uh, Juan Martinez of Hoya de Nicaragua and Abe de Babna. But, guys, I think, I think uh, that I will have a link a half hour early for Dojoverse people. So make sure that you're on the Dojoverse because I'm going to give you guys a uh, first shot at this bad boy. So make sure you're on the Dojoverse on Friday a little bit early because I think I can help you guys out a bit by getting these early. You can get a six pack of these for 53 bucks and they yep. it is an absolutely fantastic cigar. This was the the probably of all the cigars that me and Jordan have ever done, this was the hardest we've ever worked on a cigar and I mean that <laughs> in a really really good way because not only did uh, Jordan do all of the marketing and packaging ideas uh, but we worked on the blend for two straight years, and it is everything that you want in a Nicaraguan cigar. It's sweet, it's spicy, it's got some salt, it's chocolatey, it's everything. Just had one tonight before the show. It's absolutely fantastic. But uh, on Smoke Night Live, I will bring Abe back um, on Smoke Night Live. If we haven't sold all of them by then, we'll talk a little bit more about this. And I'll just talk to Abe. Abe's got so much going on with the 25th anniversary stuff, so it'll be fun to have Abe on on Friday night. Uh, we'll talk to him. And then the very next week, I'll have Juan from Hoya de Nicaragua nice. on my show the next week. So we're going to get the whole history of Hoya de Nicaragua um, and whatnot oh, and, and talk to uh, Juan about some other stuff. So, yeah, for the next two weeks, we got some super cool. Actually, the next, like, 
six weeks of Smoking Out Live are set. I can't think of them all in my head right now, but we've got a bunch of really, really cool guests coming up, including Steve Saka, Matt Booth, a whole bunch of guys. So um, uh, some exciting stuff coming up on Smoking Out Live, you guys. That's beautiful. Yeah, the, the Ninja Rock was one, about one to of my go favorites. Into... This is one of my favorites. Oh. Well, you know, we're talking over each other. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. D- darn delays. Um, but the uh, but yeah, no, I, I think that's that's great. I'm excited to see it come back. Obviously, as you said, it sold out so quickly, and and I'm a strong believer at fifty three dollars for the like purchase price. It's such a like low barrier of entry um, to be able to pick up a pack of these. Definitely something. You should pick up a few packs. Uh, you know, I always think of uh, the dojo releases uh, in a um, in a financial way. It's like, hey, if I'm going to spend 200 bucks, um, I'm going to spend 200 bucks, and so that's actually four packs where I would normally be buying two. Um, so, uh, so definitely something to stock up on. I I, I love that uh, Jordan always pushes the uh, Hershey's uh, chocolate syrup as as a, a, yes. a underlying uh, uh, character of that cigar. It's a great one. I'm super excited about the guests that, that you have coming up. Love the Hoya story. The first cigar manufacturer to, you know, kind of break ground there in Nicaragua, Nicaragua. Super excited. Yeah, that's, that's a good, that's a really, really good cigar. That's one of my favorite uh, uh, dojo releases of all time. I miss some of the early ones, but that's one of my favorites. Um, we should do, we haven't felt, we haven't featured that on a show, have we? Maybe okay, we haven't. Yeah. We, we, we need to. Um, but speaking of future shows, I just want to throw out there, Robbie, so we aren't going um, to – I'm not going to put you on the spot here on, uh, on a live show uh, the way I joked I would. Uh, but I do want to point out to, to the audience, definitely pay attention on Monday. Again, if you – oh, we don't do the Monday lives on, on YouTube. Maybe we should start doing that this week. Um, but if you have the notifications on, on YouTube, if you're subscribed – turn the notifications on you get an alert uh when we go live to announce uh next week's but i do want to point out that uh uh, you know as robbie said it's shade grown and think outside of the box that does not mean exclusively connecticut uh for for the next uh segment robbie and i do have some fun things up our sleeve uh to talk a little bit more about that growing technique in general and what it brings to to the table and we're going to kind of try and bounce all over the the spectrum of what you know what you think of as shade grown and um and some cigars that you don't necessarily think of right away when you hear that term um so so definitely pay attention as uh as either robbie or i will be going live on monday whoa so many changes <laughs> randy's got glasses now he wants to do lives this is i don't even know what's it's a whole different it's a whole new world as, uh, as they, they once said in a Disney movie, and I can't think of which one it was. Whole new um, world. It's Aladdin. New fantastic point of view. I knew that was going to happen. Uh-huh. No singing on the show ever. Cause it's like you just wind feel. Jordan up. All right, on that note, uh, we'll be back next wait, week. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, 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 we got a poll. Oh, we got a poll. Oh, the poll. Crap. So who won? I don't know. How much did Randy uh, beat me by? Let me go. What's yours? I'll, I'll do the uh, the YouTube one, which is not the official one because we can't combine them really. Yeah, but on the YouTube poll, just so everybody knows, initially Robbie was winning a hundred percent to zero for quite a while. And I was, like that. I was like, Jesus, is is anybody ever gonna vote? And then all of a sudden, Randy caught up, and it was like fifty-seven forty-three. Uh, but it, it then it kind of turned around again. Randy and uh, Robbie ended up winning sixty-four to thirty-six. Randy that sounds won? about like the the way that we're going. On no, the Robbie won. Robbie won sixty. Robbie won. Yeah, Robbie won uh, sixty-four uh, to thirty-six. YouTube audience oh, is no. dead. No, <laughs> this is crazy because I have Randy winning fifty-eight to forty-two. All right, well that's it then. That's the official. Remember, we've always said that. That's the official. <laughs> That, so official. it's official. Our yes. our Facebook audience is more sophisticated. We, we're calling we're calling their, the, the Facebook poll the uh, sort of Bible version. So yes, uh, you until we get this worked out. <laughs> and there's, <laughs> but for now, that's... I would like I would just like to say that I am going to finish out the rest of this show in protest <laughs> of the of the scoring process. Randy, congratulations on your win. 
I, I don't understand it, but I appreciate it and I respect it. Um, <laughs> oh. oh, man. I, I, I Shout out to my YouTube listeners. Um, yeah, that was great. This, yeah, no, this, in all seriousness, no, though, I think that uh, both these pairings, we achieved what we were looking to achieve, which is, uh, I feel like we do that occasionally, but we don't always do it. Um, mm -hmm. and, that's, that, and that's one of the things, I think, with pairing, and that's, I guess, something to take from this episode is, Find something, if it's a cigar that you've smoked before, find something in that cigar that you like about that cigar. What is it that you like about it? <laughs> Don't concede. That's it. No, I, I'm, I won. I won. I'm just going to keep telling everybody I won, and then eventually it's oh, just going to be true. Um, recount. Look at this. Recounts. I love these people. Speak up. Shout it out from the rooftops, baby. Um, no, but find something in, uh, in that cigar that you like and that you want to elevate and then look for some look look for a way to elevate that through yep. the beverage, and I think that's exactly what Randy and I both did. Um, we kind of went in a very similar direction uh, with um, you know maybe different tools, but we ended up in the same place. So uh, congratulations on the win, Randy. Uh, again, I, I I don't believe it, but I'll um, I'll uh, I'll allow it. I guess it was stolen. See, look at this. Everybody's chiming in. This is this is unreal. I, I I'm let's just keep it. Keep it going. Keep it going. Storm the I, studio. I, I love I, it. I, I have to point out that it's the people that I literally consider personal friends of mine that are already <laughs> against me. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I, I, I've got the castle right here, guys. I'm one of you. What are you doing to me? <laughs> Ooh, that, that kind of looks, that reminds me of Castle Grayskull, that thing that you have right there. You know what I'm talking about? This, no? this, yeah, this is something you, you can't, you can't just buy these. Okay, <laughs> this, this you you have to earn a Castle Crew uh, 3D printed by Wolf God himself, and you have to work pretty hard for these. They they they, they maybe I, jump through some some. I need I need a tiny Skeletor coming out of that uh, that little <laughs> hole at the bottom there, because that is that is Castle Grayskull to a T. All right, we'll wrap it up. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll be back next week. We're gonna kick off Shade Wrappers. I will let everybody know, uh, Randy or I will let everybody know on Monday uh, what the pairing is gonna be. Um, and maybe we'll post on the dojo a little bit early if that first one, just so you all can, uh, can uh, prepare for it in advance. Uh, uh, again, thanks for tuning in. This was a lot of fun. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next week as Odyssey continues.